1: This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. KWTX at four starts now.
2: Thanks for joining us. I'm Justin Early here with Megan Boyd and Chief Meteorologist Brady Taylor. How are you staying cool? How how are you staying cool? What are you doing? Staying
3: Staying inside. inside. Feel like I need the sunblock in the car, you know, <laughs> the sun beating down on me. I mean, it's it's. Intense. We're getting
1: we're getting closer to the end of it, though. I mean, we're we're there's light at the end of the tunnel. We're starting. I mean, you get through August, it's yeah, it, it starts getting a little better. Plus, we have got a cold front arriving next week that could bring some improvements. That's exciting. Yeah, it's still you know, I mean, but go from the. I mean, it's not going to be 110 like we had a right, couple of days right, ago. Right. We could be in the double digits, which is nice. <laughs> Hope talk with Brady. Taylor. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm
2: hope the one talk. that has
1: to stand here and talk about it I all know. day we long like and answer part. to it everywhere I go. Right. I, I was walking the Target parking lot today. Hey Brady, when's it gonna get colder? i mean yelling at me across the line. You
3: going to wear a disguise fall, yeah. when know, you go out in know, public. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's true, a little fake
1: mustache. Let's
3: go
2: ahead and get to our Daily Four. <laughs> okay, so now. The Biden administration has officially launched its new student loan repayment program. It's called SAVE. It aims to significantly lower payments and reduce overall loan costs for millions of people. SAVE stands for saving on a valuable education. And you'll recall we told you about this earlier. The beta website was launched earlier this month, but now you can access the SAVE plan application page, at the federal student aid website, which is studentaid.gov, it's a permanent fixture there now. The White House says the income driven repayment program will calculate payments based on the borrower's income and family size, not their loan balances. And it will also forgive remaining balances after a certain number of years. The administration encourages borrowers to apply for that plan as soon as possible, though, because that way the account changes will have time to take effect before the current year's long payment pause. We've had several years without those payments required. That all ends this October, so they want you to get this in place. And then SAVE becomes fully implemented in the summer of 2024. So I guess applying now gets you kind of in and settled.
1: Instead of what they were gonna do is just Mm -hmm. wipe away. Now you're still gonna have to pay. It's Mm -hmm. just, I guess, calculated
2: a little different than what it was before. A more manageable payment maybe for a larger family depending on income and things like that.
3: Also, I'm out of the loop. I thought it was August, I thought we were back. You had to start paying in August. So I guess it got pushed to October.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well I mean, now did you, you went to school where?
3: in Ohio. Oh,
2: and, yeah, and, we we'll are taking it in. Okay, so you have former classmates, you know, that are still dealing with loans mm-hmm. these yeah. days. Um, Shoot, yeah, I, I mean, still am, I don't tell you, yeah. Yeah, hopefully this will help some families yeah, out yeah, so it'll to be, as we go cool. forward. Yeah. I took a spin through the website, pretty easy to access and pretty easy to get everything filled okay. out, so go for it. Yeah. <laughs> good, luck with, good luck to you for sure. And now it's at number two in our Daily Four.
1: Yeah, so this one's interesting. The uh, Food and Drug Administration has approved a new vaccine to pre- protect newborns against RSV. Pfizer has a vaccine they'll actually give to mothers while they're still pregnant. So uh, what this does, is it'll provide protection to the baby uh, that that carries when, uh, and then they'll carry on to them when they're born. Uh, The shot is 82% effective at preventing severe RSV in newborns, but the protection is only meant to last for six months. So RSV is common in, sends thousands of infants and elderly adults to the hospital every year. So uh, there's already an antibody shot that has been given to babies after they're born and then Mm -hmm. For folks that are 60 and older, they can get it as well. So, you know, I know a lot of moms are leery about any shots and stuff like that. But uh, you know, maybe this will hold over because you really don't like giving the babies all the shots, you know, when right. they're little too. So, to give that little extra protection, possibly.
3: Yeah, I think
2: it's cool. No, the antibody availability is there, too. Mm -hmm. That's also good. You know, whether you decide to do it or not, at least that's there. So so that's good news.
3: Yeah, RSV can be scary.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we've heard about it so much in the past couple of years. It seems like out of nowhere, just kind of resurged and in quite a big way. Yeah, that triple demic
3: that was going on for a bit, right? Yeah,
2: scary for parents. And to number three in our Daily Four, and there's a symbol of hope standing in the middle of the charred gray remnants of Lahaina, Hawaii. Uh, It's a house located right on the water, completely untouched by the devastating fire. You see it there with the red roof. The owners of this home, it's 271 Front Street. They were in Massachusetts when the fire happened. They were told their home would not be there when they got back, but it is and it's also a surviving symbol of the town's history. Lahaina was once the capital of Hawaii, and the house on Front Street there is nearly 100 years old. It was actually built in another spot in 1925 and moved to its current location in 1942, and it has some history. It was the home of bookkeepers for two businesses that were very important to that that community. It was the Pioneer Mill Company and the Lahaina Ice Company, so they were both there, and while the owners said that they were initially really guilty about the home surviving, you can understand if you're the only ones Standing, you feel why me, all my friends, I feel horrible for them. Why me? But now they're kind of embracing it, and they've dedicated the house to be kind of a home base wow. for Lahaina as they work together to rebuild the city. So if you know, if you want to gather and meet, they're like, come on over, we're gonna talk about this. This is the one remaining piece of what was standing there. How
3: did this happen? I mean, well, fire fire wild. can do some
1: wild, crazy things. You I mean, know, it's just like weather sometimes mm-hmm. can pick. But I think there's a church there that didn't get yeah. scathed much, and even the big famous tree that part of it got burned, but there's still leaves on part of it so Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it will survive or not as well but yeah that that's you know that's crazy to think that it completely just went around that right there's Uh, always the
3: seem to be stories like that where things, symbolic things are surviving in these moments?
2: I will say, you know, considering all the wildfires that are possible, you could take a note from this particular family, they did remodel their home and added some certain kinds of wood that are treated to resist fire. Mm -hmm. If it's a thousand degrees, you're not going to be able to resist it, but it did resist it. Also, the roof is metal. So, they did some things in the construction or modeling to kind of resist, so maybe that did help avoid a little bit and, and there's
1: yeah as fast as that you know, fire is moving fire likes to go where the easiest path mm-hmm. so if it's burning a bunch it may have just you know shifted and followed but yeah that's yeah. pretty wild
2: yeah but uh, yeah, like you said a good symbol of hope yeah. Yeah, for sure uh, now to number four in our daily four
3: Well, this is big news (laughs) (laughs) y'all the hefty brand is bringing back these plates do you remember these these are does nothing
1: mean you may be too old for these i don't remember these but i like them yeah i don't know they're
3: zoop plates okay the company says that they have been overwhelmed with countless messages phone calls social media posts and even petitions asking for these plates to come back on the market and they've only been available for five days they are already sold out on Amazon and Target. So each package has uh, 10 plates of the original lovable pals, that's Curly the Pig, Domino the <laughs> Dalmatian, oh, and many others. They're so cute, and they definitely pull at my heartstrings. Yeah, yes, this must be like these. the
1: separation between the 20 and 30-somethings and us 40-somethings, I, so. so I had no clue what it no?
3: was.
1: No? Yeah. Shoot, I was lucky if I just and got Ian a paper didn't,
3: plate. You didn't have them for your son? No,
1: no, no, we, we didn't have, Paper plate, You know, we just did little ones because mm. just to wash them was easier to keep up with. But, yeah. Sure.
2: It's a lot more fun to eat, like, you know, a little you know, <laughs> little hot dog and some macaroni, and they're like a kid. But like our age, we're like, liver and onion, <laughs> tapioca pudding in the ears, old man food on that cute plate. They are, didn't they used to have, though, like, solid permanent versions of these, too? I feel like there was yeah. something out there, a product that was made of, like a harder material, a plastic material okay. that was sustainable, but also it had that cute little face. Yeah. I think it just makes for little kids, especially the ones that don't like eating that yeah. much, that are resistant, gives that's them a little,
1: a little extra fun. fun.
3: Yeah, and it just kind of ties into this nostalgia marketing that we're seeing so uh-huh. much of. Yeah,
1: yeah. Half our newsroom so now is going to try to buy them. They're, yeah. That's what they're going to be eating on at home now. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> and what I what I can appreciate is that, <laughs> I'm so into these plates, um, They're they're keeping the original look. This mm-hmm. is how the plates looked in the 90s when mm-hmm. they were out rather than some new, cool, hip, modern version. That's what it,
1: Justin you know. and I say when they have cassette tapes and stuff like that and 8-tracks. Oh, same. y'all
3: just roast same.
2: me. I <laughs> just, are we roasting ourselves? Yeah, I'm pretty much
1: roasting ourselves. <laughs> I know.
2: Didn't you hate it when you would pull out a tape from the deck and it, it's yeah. the, the film, like the t- whatever, the tape part actually just yeah. like strings She's out? Like, What's no, the
3: cassette, I, 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 had, I had Barbie uh, cassette, <laughs> and I remember that 100%.
2: The trick, though, you know this trick. You get it out. You it's painfully late, like, take the tape out. You take a pencil, mm-hmm. and then you get it in the little wheel, and you wind it back. See? You guys yeah. know what I'm talking about. That's Life how you have to save your time. Guys. The Romeo Michelle's <laughs> High School Reunion Soundtracks. <laughs> got it. Billy Idol, twist it back, twist it back. What you got to do? All right.
3: No, no, no. i done
2: with the we just do the Tales Out right? of programs that help new moms during their first two years of motherhood. And we come back.
3: Becoming a first-time mom can be an exciting time, but also something very intimidating, even scary for some people. But the Nurse-Family Partnership at Baylor Scott & White is helping moms-to-be transition into those new roles.
2: Here to tell us how the program works is Bronwyn Case from Baylor Scott & White's Nurse-Family Partnership. So, thank you for being here. (laughs) I think a lot of people love this idea, especially it can be intimidating, you know, becoming a first-time parent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this Nurse-Family Partnership is what it's called. What is it? How does it help new moms?
0: So, we pair a registered nurse with a first-time pregnant mom, and they visit together throughout the mom's pregnancy and until the baby turns two. And our goal is just to help support them to be the best mom they can be, to provide them with evidence-based information for their pregnancy and, you know, their baby and their toddler, and just support them in any way that we can to help them achieve their goals.
3: Sounds pretty incredible, and this is a free program. So, who qualifies for that?
0: So, first-time pregnant moms up until their 29th week of pregnancy.
2: Mm -hmm. Interesting. and I get that that there's a lot of questions that happen in that, because there's a lot of development in those two years, Um, and, you know, what are some of the most common questions you get from those people who are involved, and again, it varies from stage to stage.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to say, you know, in pregnancy, we get a lot of questions about labor and delivery and breastfeeding, and, um, you know, as the baby gets here, developmental milestones and kind of what's coming up next, lots of questions about feeding, starting solids and all of that, and so just... um, Yeah, just helping to empower them with that evidence-based information as much as we can for their questions.
3: Sure. So, what what do you hear from moms in this program about what is so beneficial of having that personal nurse?
0: Yeah, that's hard to say because I feel like everybody's so different, but I think just what you said, like having a personal nurse, someone that you can kind of reach out to and contact with questions and concerns and that kind of thing.
2: And there has to be an element to it of, I mean, there's the information, again, evidence-based, you know, information Mm -hmm. practices, but just knowing that there is a person there who cares that you succeed yes. and cares about the health of this child along with you. Yeah. We have our families and everything, but you know, especially having a professional, yeah. right. that has to be some feedback you've gotten, I would imagine. What what, do, what sure. do moms say about that, the extra person there to support them in the process?
0: Yeah, I think that's huge, you know, especially I mean sometimes you go to your doctor and you're just like okay 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 and then you get in the car and you're like oh my gosh I forgot to ask you know this question or that question and so having someone there to kind of reach out to you and you know clarify but also yeah like you said to support their goals and their dreams and what they want for their life and yeah
3: moms want to hear more about this program, want to learn more or potentially sign up, how, how could they do that?
0: Yeah, for sure. So we have a website that you can um, go to through Baylor Scott and White and also if you just Google Nurse Family Partnership Waco where you can find us easily. Okay, so.
3: perfect. We have that QR code up on the screen too for people to scan.
2: What do you? What is it like to be a part of a program that provides this support for people? Um, I mean, it has to be kind of satisfying.
0: It's the best job ever. <laughs> it's the best job ever. None of us will ever leave what we do because it's so fulfilling and wonderful. Just to be a support person and you know partner with first-time moms. It's- it's wonderful. Yeah, that's incredible.
2: general question about the practical use of it and how, how it kind of works, mm-hmm. but you know, for a, a mom, you know, if there's a medical emergency, they're going to, you know, call the doctor. That's obviously sure. important. But, you know, how do you access the nurse that you were assigned with? I mean, do can you text them, call, email, what are the ways to communicate?
0: Both. So, we have, you know, phones that we use to communicate with them. We do have, like you said, boundaries as far as when we can contact sure. them sure. and for emergencies we want them to contact their doctor, but we do have a phone that we call them, text them and then, you know, we visit face to face with them at least once every two weeks, sometimes more, depending on what they need, so that's the bulk of what we are, you know, contact with them, is that face-to-face visit.
2: How long has this program been, been around, is it?
0: Open? It started in Waco in 2016, I okay. believe.
2: Okay. Boy, that's a lot of good years of help, right. and I yeah. bet it just keep on growing, and people will sign up, and if they haven't, I bet you're gonna have some more people signing up today. <laughs> that's great, so we'll that's take it. So that's the good news, we love to see that. Thank yeah. you so much yeah. for coming
0: Thank today. you. thank you.